The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Looking on a professional website without breaking your budget, Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official Shout out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson Zia. If you love fast paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson Zia. Available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia has garnered great reviews in Eve 11 and Joyce by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forbes Riley, and Minneos. So grab your copy today. Today for Goals Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com and over 40 podcast platforms heard in over 110 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, and Apple Music, and also heard on HamiltonRadio.net, Oldies Radio, Diamonds FM, and coming soon to a network near you. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast for uh, merchandise and more. Or for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia for great books, merchandise, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, themikewidenershow.com. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at the Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific lady who is the the 2021 John Lennon Songwriting Grand Prize winner, and she'll talk about that. She's an act, an active songwriter in children's um, music and Americana, and also released two award-winning children's albums. We'll talk about that. She has a master's of publishing from Canada's uh, Simon Fraser University and a BA in speech in Japanese and German from Oregon State University. She's worked in public relations for Harper's uh, Magazine, and in New York City, also owned creative agency in Portland, studied speech um, speech uh, singing as well, too, uh, with The Voice Project, spent eight plus years as the um, on the Portland Screenwriting Association board and a number of uh, various academies. We'll talk about that and um, has a new album called where, well, I guess these guys uh, try to be comedians, but 
We'll let you know about that. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from the Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, the winner of the 2021 John Lennon Songwriting Grand Prize winner and um, also having two award-winning children's albums and uh, featuring the album with the title track Robots Don't Tell Jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, the very multi-talented Kelly Wally. Kelly, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and so appreciative. Well, it's great to have you on board, Kelly. So you're the 2021 John Lennon Songwriting Grand Prize winner. You're an active songwriter in children's and Americana music. You released two war-winning children's albums. You have a master's of publishing from Canada Simon Fraser University, and you have a BA in speech in Japanese and German. Um, from uh, Oregon State University. You worked in public relations for Harper's uh, Magazine in New York City. You owned creative agency in Portland, studied uh, speech-level um, singing uh, on The Voice Project, spent eight years on the Portland S Songwriting uh, Association Board and number of uh, various academies, and you got a new album out called Robots Don't Tell Jokes, along with some of your other great material. And before getting to all that, Kelly, tell us how I first got started. Say that again. Tell us how you first got started. Oh, yeah. How did I first get started? I have been writing songs since college, and it's kind of a funny story. I actually, I don't have a formal education in music, um, but I was on a road trip with a boyfriend one time, and he said, as we were driving along, let's write a song just for fun. <laughs> and I, uh, we happened to be driving by a pulp mill at the time, which I don't know if you know, a paper mill is can be quite a smelly uh, place around there. And so I said, okay. And I just belted out what was kind of like a jingle about the stinky pulp mill that we drove past. <laughs> and uh, so that was my first song. But he, he looked at me and he was like, how'd you do that? And I was like, I don't know. And but then from that point on, I started experimenting with songwriting in my car a lot because I would be driving back and forth from college. And then later in grad school, I was driving five hours up from Portland to Canada uh, to Vancouver. And so I had a lot of time to try things. And um, I had always been made fun of for having a high voice. So it took a long time for me to get comfortable enough with hearing my own voice uh, and kind of get past that to really start sharing the music. But um, I had a lot, I spent a lot of time working on the craft uh, just by myself before that. And, uh, yeah, that's how I originally started. Very interesting. And uh, what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Okay, that is another funny story. I was doing publishing work professionally for quite a while, and I just did the songwriting on the side as a hobby. And I had a business for an, a, over a decade where I was doing corporate publishing for other people and really appreciated having that. Um, I love doing that still. But I got a concussion in a hockey game one Ooh. day. Um, yeah. And I then couldn't work for about a month because if I looked at the screen, I, it re-triggered con concussion syndrome I was having. And then a year later, um, because of some circumstances, I had a recurrence of that for eight months. So I basically ended up saying, well, if I can't use my eyes, 
then maybe I should use my ears and go back or, or actually do something with all of these songs I've been writing for so long. Because that was, I had already been on the Portland Writers Association board and I'd been involved with a lot of um, songwriting things as a hobby, but I didn't uh, think, th- I didn't give myself permission to do it yet as a career because I was just still trying to make enough money to, you know, pay their bills and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but at that point I was kind of like, well, I got to do something. And, and I, I'm thankful actually, it's like, you don't know where opportunities in your life may come and things that may push you because I feel like I always wanted to go in that direction, but I just didn't feel like I had the permission to do so. And, um, and that was the point where I said, well, let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And, and you certainly did as well, too. And uh, we'll talk about some of the music. And uh, who are some of your favorite uh, artists, singers, and uh, songwriters growing up? Oh, um, definitely growing up, I loved, you know, Dolly Parton and Alanis Morissette later. And I had a very eclectic variety, Whitney Houston, um, a lot of like in vogue and <laughs> just a, a great mix of genres. But when I think about what actually influences me the most, I realized uh, it's musicals from a very early age. I listened to uh, musicals. The first movie I ever saw in my life was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Wow. Which love is that a movie. Musical. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not a musical, but it, you know, diff- that and then uh, I remember seeing The Rose, which was not exactly a musical, but then West Side Story. That was probably the third movie I saw. Mm-hmm. The fourth was um, appropriate for today. It was Star Wars. So may the fourth be with you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I I owned all, you know, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, South Pacific, um, just any of the musicals I could Annie um, get my hands on. And so sound and sound and music. And I realize now that the eclectic um, way that I write and, or I mean my tastes and all the different styles that I write in are probably influenced by those and wanting to tell stories um, that are really about, the story more than the uh, medium, if that makes sense, or or in this case, the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds really interesting as well, too. We'll talk about um, your previous releases along with your um, upcoming album, Robots Don't Tell Jokes. But first, listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target. 
where truth is an illusion and those you love will be the first to go missing. It's available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson has garnered great reviews and Eve 11 enjoys by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forge Riley, and Manales. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson Zia. Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms heard in 110 countries. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram and Twitter today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com and check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia for great books, merchandise, and more. Also, support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM. PayPal, themikewidenershow.com, and Anchor FM. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com at The Mike Widener Show. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a terrific lady who's an active songwriter in children's and Americana music and released two war-winning children's albums on The Mike Widener Show and also the award winner of a 2021 John Lennon Songwriting Grand Prize winner. And uh, before we talk about your music, congratulations, by the way, on winning the uh, 2021 John Lennon uh, Songwriting Grand Prize Award. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, for my children's song uh, in the children's category for uh, Turtle, Turtle, Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and who knew you would win the uh, John Lennon songwriting contest? I mean, just give us a background on I that. I know. <laughs> uh, on, sorry, I'm I'm not sure if I heard the question. No, no. Uh, you know, tell us about uh, you know how how. All about uh, how you uh, won the award and everything, and uh, just oh, the story okay. of it. Yes. Well, I I entered it uh, along. I entered a few other uh, contests, like the international songwriting competition, and um, right now I have a song that is a finalist in that. Uh, just waiting to hear the results, and uh, been doing that. Uh, you know, entering here and there for a while and uh just one day someone actually sent me a message saying congratulations and they had seen it and i hadn't yet so um it was great to find that out and i've been getting prizes in the mail for months <laughs> i got a um a nice couple of guitars one's an acoustic guitar that i gave to my bandmate uh timothy james euchre who really has helped me do a lot of their arranging and and making uh some of my children's music and he helped uh he did all of the instrumentation on that song turtle 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 so it was really nice to pass that along to him and um yeah it's and then they do you know their live interviews and everything and i know it's a really good program they have so it was a great honor oh that's rather interesting and uh what what uh gravitated you towards uh children's music i I just written in a lot of different genres for a long time. But when I first started way back when I had a little brother who was about 13 years younger than me. So I started writing some songs for him back then. And then uh, I mostly focused on Americana and other pop and country for a long time. But then I had kids. And of course, a lot of your songwriting is influenced by what's going on in your life or mine is and inspired by the people in my life, especially as a way to honor them and express love. And so when I had I had twins, I have eight year old twins, a boy and a girl, and I had a lot of time, you know, sitting in the chair with babies um, to write. I started writing some lullabies and um, 
Actually, one of the first songs I recorded for kids was written for my dog. <laughs> dogs, dogs can be like kids, too, you know, for people who uh, who have them. They're part of your family. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you have a dog? Uh, we dog we actually do. Her name is Molly. She's a two-year-old uh, beagle boxer, and she's in the terrible twos, but very lovable, but oh, uh, can get stubborn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, uh, you're still in the thick of it, like you are when you have have new babies. It's uh, you're and, in that stage, but and, and they certainly go through stages. I got to say that I've got they four; they're growing, everything else, but oh, we all yeah. learn. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> certainly amazing. And you also had some EPs out there called Love Turtle Doggy, uh, Monkey Froggy, Lullabies for Kids, and uh, the people uh, who 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 are who are them also and. Um, Let's go, Pistachio, some of the singles, Ooh La La, Tudu, Ribbit, and more. And tell us about some of those. <laughs> well, what the, a tongue twister. Um, I know, that's a tongue twister. I know. Um, yeah, we. I started out by pull, putting out the Lullabies EP as a way to kind of test the waters and get something started. And then... Uh, the ooh la la to do na na oop up oop up ribbit is actually a compilation of the first three EPs that I put out. So it's a it's a grouping of animal songs, lullabies, and um, you know a variety of other songs. And um, the title is actually not just a, a goofball title. It for no reason. If you listen to all of the songs on that album, I think there are fifteen. Um, there are sounds ooh la la and to do and na na. They're in the songs, so many of the songs have sections like that. Um, and the, I was very purposeful in having those in some of those songs, especially the lullabies, because a lot of times it can take a while for people to learn the words. But if you have a section that's just ooh la la um, or Verb, verbalizations that they are still going with the melody, then that allows them to start learning the song or participate sooner without having to know the words. So um, that is a long explanation, but I haven't really talked about that as much as I would like to, because I think it's important to be, th- I'm, I'm, you know, be thoughtful. And then Let's P- Go Pistachio is my second full album. And uh, it's about, also about 15 songs and uh, there's a lot of humor and some country style in there and Americana and um, it has been really fun. And then the newest album is another very eclectic mix. <laughs> and certainly does robots don't tell jokes. And uh, how come robots don't tell jokes? Let me ask you that first of all, before we start talking about the album, how come robots don't tell jokes? You know, I think it's a good question. And <laughs> if you listen to the song, I think you might find out that that is not necessarily true. And that song is really a lot about uh, there are a couple of things. One is about embracing who you are, even if t- people tell you you shouldn't be that or, you know, that that's not OK. And so the robot goes through this process of trying of trying to tell jokes to other robots and them saying this, you know, isn't logical and whatnot. And then in the in the song, everyone goes through this transformation when they hear laughter for the first time and they realize how magical and important it is to have laughter in your life. 
And the song also pays homage in many ways. If you look at the album cover to some of my comedic heroes and growing up, um, the album cover has posters in the robots room of Bill Murray and Stripes and Gilda Radner and Saturday Night Live and In Living Color and I Love Lucy and some of my childhood favorites. So hmm, that's rather interesting. And I see Bill Murray in there and I think you might check into Bill Murray experience. I think he was hiding back there. Maybe he's a robot. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you also got uh, Rainbow Love Song. You got uh, Ezra's Frickle Song, Always um, Together, Always, and Tree Song, and more, and Five Little Frogs. I'm just um, rattling off a few from the Robots Don't Tell Jokes release. Tell us about some of the songs and what inspired you to write them. Well, the Rainbow Love Song is the title track, and uh, it, most, I'm not sorry, it's not the title track, it's the first track on the album. And uh, it is kind of unique within the album, I think, because a lot of the album is uh, there's humor and um, a lot of, uh, you know, numbers and things that that are fun for kids to uh, learn about and sing about. But the Rainbow Love Song is kind of a poppy song that um, I wrote for a little girl in my life. Her name's Aria. And I had started asking little kids in my life what I could write a song about for them to honor them. And she asked for a song about rainbows. But um, what it ended up turning into was more of a um, love song in general and uh, a song about the various colors of, of our love and um, the inclusivity uh how that how being inclusive uh not only with different types of people but also um embracing the different you know colors within yourself um is really freeing and wonderful so a celebration of that and ezra's frickle song was written for um Ezra Holbrook, he is the owner of Alberta Street Pub here in Portland, Oregon, which is one of the more known venues. And it's uh, Ezra used to play drums for the Decemberists, I think. And um, he's a really amazing supporter of children's music here in town and brings children's musicians into play in that venue, which has been really cool before the pandemic. And we're going to get back to it. But he makes great fried pickles. Oh, uh, yum. You're making me hungry already. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So I, they're so good. I, I decided I would write him a song about that. So uh, his band Swamp Thing came in and uh, played on that. And he actually was going to come and play the drums for that. But he got stuck in New Orleans during that big storm, last big storm they had. So even though he didn't actually end up doing the drums, his stamp of approval was on it. And he's part of it. Um, it's He's Ezra. So. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah, and then we've got Dog NATO, which is all about dogs playing, uh, and we have a song about stinky shoes, so. Oh, like stinky ask... shoes. I love stinky shoes. Doesn't everybody <laughs> love stinking shoes? Yeah. <laughs> well, I happen to have, I on my social media, if you go look, um, I have been trying to give away this giant stinky shoe. It barely fits in my car, but um, do you think, would you be interested in having this giant stinky shoe? Hmm. Well, if you let me sell it on eBay, 
I can do that. Or Amazon oh, or um, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> Sounds good. And you know what, too? He has to come with the five little frogs and the five little ducks and uh, tell us about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't know if you've heard those, but those two songs are actually the same melody. Um, that's only one person so far has commented that, wait a second, this is the same melody. But I started out writing Five Little Ducks and, um, it's a number puzzle. It's pretty hard to sing because those five little ducks change order in each verse. And then my bandmate said, hey, let's also modulate the key in each verse. So it modulates up and back down. And um, so I have to remember what order each duck is in in each verse. And um, so it's kind of a number puzzle. And then the five little frogs um, is five little frogs doing the same thing except for where the ducks are are in a horizontal line changing position in the frogs they're in a vertical line changing position hopping on top of each other um trying to see uh where they are and uh they're really fun to sing and and hard to keep track of so i i think it'll be fun to hear that grown-ups will probably lose their place in the song, but kids will get it. it <laughs> and, and, and that song certainly quacks us up. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> well, I am very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. And of course, we also have uh, your upcoming release, uh, Heart Wanderer. We'll talk about that in just one minute. You listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Also brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, international warring author, Mia Molson's Ziv Missing. Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We'll be back with the award winning uh, songwriter in children's and Americana music, um, Kelly Wally, after this time out. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1 800 303 3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention the Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamoshenzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with active songwriter in Children's and Americana, Kelly Wally here on The Mike Wagner Show. We talked earlier about uh, Robots Don't Tell Jokes, and right now we've got an upcoming release uh, we'd like to have you talk about. It's Heart Wanderer, and uh, tell us more about that that's coming up. Oh, yeah, that is my grown-up album, as we say, in the children's music community when we're uh, not writing for kids specifically. Uh, but it is an Americana album that I 
my friend Brian Dast helped me produce before the pandemic. And I had it all ready to go, just needed to get the artwork and whatnot ready. Um, it's all mastered and, you know, or it was. And uh, then the pandemic hit and I had to shift gears with my kids at home and all of that stuff. And so I just decided to hold off on that until things opened up again. And it's an album that is a lot of, I made it just for myself. Uh, it's a lot of the songs that I've been, uh, I think it's about 14 songs that I've been singing over the years that I just wanted to make. It's got, it includes one um, that's called The Future Will Repay that is an, uh, about an older gentleman and who hasn't been able to fill, fill the things in his life that he was hoping to. And uh, it's got some pop songs that are love songs that are pretty um, detailed in the lyrics and um, just hopefully, you know, good love songs, or I think they are. <laughs> and then some country and some rock and some kind of activist songs. Um, so it's eclectic, I think, like anything I make is. So I'm Heart Wanderer is one of the songs, and I'm super excited to share it. That's going to be interesting. Uh, and uh, when's Heart Wanderer going to be coming out? You know, I I can't say that yet for sure because I'm I'm still kind of seeing where things are with the um, release that I have right now and trying to get out uh, the kids' release. So trying to get all the music videos done now for that and uh, need need to kind of still test the waters on where the pandemic is. I think, but. Uh, soon-ish in the next six months, I would say. Okay, that sounds good. And where can we find uh, all your music at, including Robots Don't Tell Jokes and uh, all your music at? Well, Robots Don't Tell Jokes was signed by 8-Pound Gorilla Records out of Nashville. It's a children's label um, that's great. And so you can find that album there and as well as on YouTube and uh, Spotify and Pandora, iTunes, Amazon, all the places, and you can buy the CD from me at kellywelly.com or kellycaldwell.com is my grown-up site. And uh, yeah, I have I have music for kids under Kelly Welly and all those places and spaces and music for grown-ups at kellycaldwell.com. All right, we certainly will check those out. Once again, we're with uh, 2021 John Lennon Songwriting Grand Prize winner and actor active songwriter and children's Americana, Kelly Welly here on the Mike Wagner Show. Kelly, a very big thank you for your time. You're amazing. And uh, just a few more things. What else can we expect from you in 2022 and beyond, Kelly? Uh, I want to say thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it and appreciate what you do for musicians out there. Um, what I'm working on now is the next album, my fourth album. And we just were working on a song today. Actually, we're about six songs into the next album. And it's a mix of country and uh, Americana style for kids, as well as it, we're going to have some rocking songs. One of them's called Tattle Battle, about siblings tattling and <laughs> baby ninjas. And uh, we just finished one today, or we're working on one called Hey Little Hero. So. I think it'll be fun. We certainly will check those out. And uh, who do you consider biggest influence in your career? 
I would say uh, Dolly Parton, Alanis Morissette, and then the musicals I've been listening to my whole life. The Sherman Brothers and, you know, uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein, some of those people uh, for sure have been helpful. But also there are a lot of kids musicians out there who are making really good music and uh, for families. It's not just meant to appeal to kids, but I like to say I make kids I make songs for kids and the people who love them. So I always am really caring about whether or not my songs are smart and have things in them, um, elements that will really appeal to grownups as well. So ah, lots, lots of influences there. That certainly is amazing. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Oh, goodness. Best advice I could give to anyone at this point would probably be to be honest with yourself about what matters to you and how to prioritize that. Uh, A lot of times it's difficult to be honest with ourselves and um, it's, you know, you have to have kind of an internal conversation and uh, be willing to say the tough things and hear the tough things, but it can be worth it. I think too. Mm -hmm. Uh, and certainly yeah. as well, too. Once again, we're with um, singer-songwriter, award-winning Kelly Welly here on the Mike Widener Show. Kelly, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. And once again, tell us about your upcoming projects. What's your website? How do people contact? Where can people purchase or check out your music? Okay. Eight Pound Gorilla Records is where you can find Robots Don't Tell Jokes and links to all those spots uh, on YouTube. And Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, just all those places. KellyWelly.com for my kids' music and KellyCaldwell.com for my grown-up music. We certainly will check those out. Kelly, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Make sure you keep us up to date. Keep in touch. We'd love to have you back. We wish you all the best. You've got a great future ahead of you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosenzia of Missing and powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms and, of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. 
Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>